0: Welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, your colleague in medicine, coach in life, mother of dragons, all-around badass, Dr. Erin Wiseman. I have got the sweetest conversation with you today. I am speaking with Dr. Ashley Butler. She's an amazing doc. You'll hear all about her in her interview today. But mostly what I want to say is that it is heartwarming to see women follow their passion, even if it's against the grain. So before we get into our conversation, Got to pay some bills. So here's a word from our sponsor. Deputy. At your practice, what happens when staff call out sick? How much time does it take to find a replacement to fill in? If you need to cancel appointments because you're short staff, what does that cost your practice? Well, Deputy is a simple app that helps more than 250,000 workplaces tackle this exact problem. Deputy makes it easy to schedule staff in line with patient demand, communicate schedules with your team, and instantly find replacement when someone calls out sick. To find more and to try Deputy for free, go to doctorpodcastnetwork.com blackslash deputy. D-E-P-U-T-Y. Welcome to the podcast, my friend, my fellow Hoosier, Dr. Ashley Butler. It is so great to have you here with me.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, well, tell the people out in podcasting world a little bit about yourself and the magic you're putting into the world.
1: Sure. So I am a physician, born and raised Indiana, like you said, Erin, and I'm also a DO, you know, proudly so. And I think that. Medicine definitely has a place in my heart, uh, but through this sort of long winding journey that uh, that I've had, I've found some other passions, and so I've taken some time off and uh, started to look into it and pursue this journey of being an entrepreneur. And so now, you know, I've taken what I've learned as a physician, and I'm starting to apply it to the to the startup world. It's very much similar in the sense that. Everyone looks to you for the answers. And, uh, you know, there are definitely times where you're like, hmm, there is this magic I want to put into the world. And I'm not
0: entirely sure what that looks like right now, but we're going to get it done. (laughs) baptism by fire baby that is so true and how we got connected was my initial podcast editor jen eads i call her my podcasting fairy godmother she is the one that got this podcast started and off the ground and has motivated me since to do other podcasts she's in indianapolis she's amazing and she connected us and i was like oh my god ashley is my people I am so glad to find someone like within a two hour driving distance of me.
1: Yes, I was thrilled. And it's it's really funny that you say that because Jen just said, hey, you've got to connect with Erin, you know, after our conversations together. And uh, she's she's a fabulous person. And so part of my goal in life is to meet other good humans and uh, and connect with them.
0: Yeah. And after our initial conversation on the phone, I th- think we like went on for an hour together. I was like, you need to come on the podcast and talk about specifically what you're doing, my Sherry, and then also sharing some tidbits about your story. And so the word that you brought today is balance. Mm, it's such a loaded word. You know what I mean? Cause like you can go in a bunch of different directions with it. But tell me why you picked this word and how it shows up in your life.
1: Sure. So, You know, I think that balance, particularly for physicians, for female physicians, it's something that, you know, we talk about, I know I've had lots of conversations with colleagues about what that looks like and how to achieve it. And it just always feels right out of reach, I think, for a lot of us. And it certainly did for me, you know, like we had talked before, my journey into and through medicine has been kind of roundabout. I've been in healthcare prior to going into medicine, thought that I went in eyes wide open and found pretty rapidly that you lose a piece of that balance in medicine, at least for me, you know, I couldn't sort of meditate away some of the things that I was experiencing and feeling. And am I really making the difference that I set out to do? And there are phenomenal people in the medical world right now trying to help bring that balance to our work and bring that balance to our lives. And, you know, through the business that we're building here with my Sherry, I think that it's just sort of my small way of trying to bring balance in a way that hasn't been achieved yet.
0: Yeah. Talk a little bit about your, your pathway because, like you said, and I, I felt the same way. I felt like I was going into medicine, like knowing what I was getting into and then totally getting over my head. So talk a little bit about your background. I bet others are interested to hear that you didn't just go like straight through.
1: Sure. So, you know, I actually I was a nurse before I became a physician and you joined did, the dark side. I did. I did. But I I thought that I wanted to be a doctor for a long time. I just thought maybe, you know, nursing would provide me with a different perspective and make me a better doctor. And then that nursing background is what led me to, you know, my DO degree. It just, it fit in with how I wanted to approach the medicine that I was practicing. But i had had an opportunity to serve in some leadership roles, got a couple of other degrees along the way, which may or may not serve me well, you know, (laughs) and, uh, you know, once I finally arrived into medicine, I thought, here I am. I'm going to, you know, make that difference that we all set out to do. And not just from the clinical standpoint, but I think that we can all agree at some level that medicine feels very broken to physicians. And I wanted to try and make a difference there too.
0: Right. And so all along the way, if I'm remembering correctly, you've been doing kind of entrepreneurial leadership type of stuff. But talk about that transition from medical student into anesthesia residency and the ideas that blossomed from that. Sure.
1: So I think that we talked a little bit about how, even as a medical student, I felt this pull to entrepreneurship, feeling like I could perhaps impact women in healthcare by. You know, helping them achieve their goals, talk about how that trajectory looks within, you know, the healthcare realm. And so I kind of took that forward into residency. You know, in my transitional year, I had some awesome support in terms of, you know, helping women understand what leadership in medicine looks like. And then moving forward into my anesthesia residency, I still felt that pull but residency is hard. I mean, you know this, all of us have experienced what residency is like, and you have to be fully committed to that. And I wasn't entirely sure that I was making sort of that difference as a resident that I felt like I went into medicine to make. And I kind of just, you know, in, in the sense that, these these ideas just kind of kept flowing about things that I could change, things that I could impact. And you know what it is to be a resident? It is to go in to do that work. And if you have any excess time, which who does, you know, go ahead and throw those ideas out there and then put the time behind it. But in the sense of, you know, being a resident and then building this company at the same time, I was like, this to me, if I could provide this to every single resident, like I've made a difference in the world. I mean,
0: absolutely. So go ahead and tell us about My Sherry and the company. Sure.
1: So, you know, with My Sherry,
0: we're really on a mission
1: to redefine the home as a destination and not a chore. So, if you think about everything that, you know, needs to happen to make your house feel like home in that day to day, we're there, we're in your home, we're providing that support. You know, we're employing and deploying this excellent in-home workforce, and it's for the busy, ambitious professional who needs the help but doesn't quite know how to ask for it. It all sort of stemmed from my experience with someone named Sherry, and I brought her in four and a half years ago to my home just to help with meal prep and laundry, and over time, she became my right hand. And I remember talking to colleagues, you know, they would see the food that I'd brought in and they were like, Hey, where'd you get that? And I would be like, Oh, you know, I have this person helping me at home, you know, you didn't really want to talk about it that much. And when they, you know, I would talk to them about Sherry a little bit. And they said, Well, where do I find a Sherry? And I I don't know how many times, Erin, I just, I was like, I don't know, but you can't have mine. (laughs) You know, I'm not sharing, but I got that question enough and I saw enough of that missing balance and people talking about like what it would be like to come home, get into clean sheets in bed at night or have a meal already made and not have to worry about it. And I thought, what if we could do this? You know, what if we could normalize what it means to get support in the home? Reduce that shame and guilt. I think that I experienced as a woman associated with asking for help in the home. You know, I just I kept asking myself before I brought Sherry in. You know, why do I feel so off? And I think that I just wasn't giving myself credit, like a lot of women, for everything that you take care of. Even though my partner is fabulous, and he is one hundred percent a supporter of all of my you know, being a badass and out there like kicking butt, he tries to help. But to me, it just felt like, why can't I do all of this? Run a business, be a physician, take care of my home, make sure that the lawn care is getting done, make sure food's getting made. Why can't I do all of that and and do it with a smile on my face, you know? And that, I think it lends itself to the burnout. You know, I, I, I hit a wall, you know, you and I talked about this. I hit a wall in March. And I just had to take some time and say, you know, I can't do it all. I was doing two 80-hour-a-week jobs. And, you know, I think that one 80-hour-a-week job is enough. But then you add in all of those things below the surface that we don't talk about, particularly for women. You know, we've got the data to show that on average, no matter if that relationship is split equally, women do more at home. It's just part of it. And what I'm saying is we're here at my Sherry. And we're on this mission to take that off of your plate.
0: Well, and it's so exciting, too, to have a physician colleague who has built these services because you totally get it when it's like, who am I going to bring into my home? This is my sacred nest. This is the thing that I have worked so hard for to protect. And then you fill them with little critters that you, out of your own blood, have put into this earth and it's the same way and I mean I've heard horror stories from colleagues of mine who have tried to help hire help and either somebody's stolen something or they don't show up or the kids have watched tv for eight out of the nine hours that they were there you know what I mean so to me when you told me about the business that you're doing I was like oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody who like gets the sanctity of like no 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 this is more than just me asking for help. This is me cracking open my chest and letting you come into my vulnerable soft spot.
1: Yep. You hit the nail on the head, Aaron. And I mean, I, I know that when I was having lots and lots of coffee, having lots of conversations with people, how many times I heard about being ghosted, you know, that they just expected from their in-home help to steal things like things would just walk out of their home. And I thought like, what is the expectation we have worked our asses off to get to this point and we deserve better. And here's, here's how we're doing that. We're providing this awesome workforce because we believe that our home coordinators should be just as taken care of as we are. We are building this culture for women, right? This is a company built by women for women, largely. I mean, just, it's just what it is. And Our home coordinators are fabulous, fabulous human beings. You know, one of our core values is be a good human. And we want to put that out into the world and bring that into homes in an intuitive way. And, you know, we're building this service by empowering our home coordinators to achieve their own balance by offering them well-paid positions, paid time off, extensive training that prepares them for jobs, even when they graduate outside of my sherry and other benefits, right? Because this idea that we can expect for good quality work to take place for next to nothing without taking care of those humans who are taking care of us, I think it's just antiquated, you know? And if we're out there trying to support the superheroes right? The physicians, the entrepreneurs, the professionals that are out there busting their butts to get things done. Those heroes behind you that are making your home run, they deserve to be taken care of too. And that's what we're trying to build in our culture here.
0: I love that. That's one thing. I know that as I have hired help and I call it my domestic squad. They're my, they're my people who get it done in my house. It it is. It, it, and it's, it's so difficult to be captain of the ship at work. And then also captain the ship at home. And like even today. So here's a perfect example. We're getting ready to leave for vacation. I hired lawn care this summer. I love to mow, but it's just getting to be too much. So I hired some guys to mow the lawn. I have my housekeepers. I have two different sets of people who do child care for us. And so just like coordinating and telling them, okay, we're all leaving, but here's the things that I still want done so that you you will be paid while we are still go- done. You know, like my husband doesn't even think about that. Like he wouldn't think about it until we got back from vacation and be like, oh, the lawn's mowed. Like he won't even recognize it. Or when we get home and actually having our housekeepers, they're going to come like deep clean while we're gone. So it's like that additional burden. And that's why I am so elated to help promote your platform with what you're doing with MySherry. So talk a little bit about if people want to learn more about it, where are you at in the implementation stages and what you're like. Well, I'm getting a lot of questions in this, but start there. And then my last question is going to be, where is your vision to see this growing and expanding? So where can people find you and where are you at in the implementation first?
1: Sure. So we are, we have launched and we are live. They can find us at mysherry.com, and what they would do is fill out our contact form. And in the comments section, mention that they heard about us on the Dr. Me First podcast. And then we will get them connected. To your point, Erin, about, you know, that that sort of implementation, you know, we're in Indianapolis and the surrounding areas right now. And the vision of where I would love to see this, you know, Sherry and I had talked a lot about this, you know, we call her Sherry OG because there are Sherry home coordinators. And so it gets kind of confusing when you have like 15 Sherry's running around. Right. And Sherry, Sherry's a fabulous, fabulous human being who she's still my right hand. And we talked about everybody needs a Sherry. Everybody needs a Sherry. And we are trying to bring that to people who otherwise wouldn't think that they could ever have something like this. You know, it really is. It's like a chief operating officer for your home. Aaron, when you said, hey, I'm going to make sure that the house cleaners are coming. The long guy is going to come. All of these things are going to take place over vacation. Guess what? With a Sherry, you wouldn't even be doing that. Your Sherry would be handling all of that. They would coordinate all of that. And they would make sure that it happens to your specifications.
0: That's awesome. Because I always say I need a wife. <laughs> In all of it. You know, I really see, like, as you continue to grow this in the vision, like, this could get as big as Uber. I really feel like that it, it potentially could, like, on a national level. Like, if just a few in each state beta tested this, beta tested my Sherry and worked with you, like, think about how many just i think female physicians but then i also start thinking about like women who are high achievers in law or in academics or in stem or in you know all these different places to normalize like oh yeah i have someone they're very trustworthy we're not going through a person like every 3 months and things are cool on the home front
1: yeah that feels really big to be as big as uber um
0: I'm dreaming for you. Life coaching me. I
1: (laughs) know. I I love it. I love it. Because people deserve this.
0: I love it. I love it so much. Well, Dr. Ashley Butler, thank you so much for coming today. It's always so nice to sit down with a fellow DO, an Indiana woman, someone else who gets it. And I am so, like, I'm bubbling over with excitement and pride for you because you didn't just... Take the idea and think about it and sit on it. You actually actualized it. And you, my friend, are a
2: total badass.
0: Hey, are you tired of going at it alone? Well, friend, you don't have to anymore. Come sit with me. I want you to know that it's okay if you need to take a break. It's okay if you need to talk about some real crappy things. It's okay. You're not the first to feel like this, and you don't have to stick it out and be miserable. There is a way out, and there is a whole movement of fierce females in your corner. If you want to come sit with me and be in my community, you will not see me in Facebook groups. I freaking hate Facebook with a deep and fiery passion. (laughs) But what you can do is come over to Aaron Wiseman's Badass Collective on Slack. Because guess what? Once a badass, always a badass. And this isn't anything that's paid. It's not anything that I'm like throwing huge promos at you. It is simply a community where I am trying to get people together in the same space so that we can have these kind of conversations safely and in a protected manner that you feel so loved on. It's the whole purpose. So click in the show notes, get over to the Slack group. We do have some community rules, but you know, that's just how it goes. But I would love to see you in there. I am in there almost every single day having real conversations, posting crazy pictures of my kids and gifts, all that good stuff. And I want you in there too. So come on over, come sit with me. Hey, great show today. And before we end, here's a quick reminder about our sponsor. If you want to boost efficiency across your practice and make staffing scheduling easier, try the Deputy app. You can try this award-winning technology for free by going to drpodcastnetwork.com backslash deputy. That's drpodcastnetwork.com backslash deputy. Super great conversation today. Thank you so much, Dr. Butler, for your bravery, your courage, and your innovation in the space. To all my folks out there, this can be you too. Your million-dollar idea, it's sitting inside of you. It's ready to come out. And hey, it's not crazy. Don't forget, my friend, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.